the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons sitting here at Millburgers and ready to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I will tell you that uh uh, based on my experience yesterday, I haven't checked today, but I'm sure there still are because there were lots of them. Uh, we've got the rodeo tomato in. Oh no! Yeah. I got some. You got some too. I point. Yeah, I bought some. The ro- rodeo's already started, right? Yeah. So it's a, it's kosher, huh? I there's guess both, it's legal. There's both six packs. Yeah. And there's also the three and a half inch. Oh, it's just right around there. Both sides. And uh, our first question of the day. Go ahead, Calvin. She wanted to know what now? Where the restrooms were. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> what did you and tell we, her? And we're very good. We're good at it. <laughs> yeah. We did it two-handed, one in each Pe- direction. I know. Coordinated. We look like we know where the restrooms are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People come across the whole nursery to ask us. But uh, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Yeah, so you got yours. They had some tycoons in there. Yeah, they did tycoons. Celebrity, uh, 1823. Victory, I mean, um the cats. Valley cats. Valley cats were in there. I think the valley cats were the tallest. Yeah, they were big. Yeah. Now, you want, there's a question there whether you want big ones or not. For, uh, if you're potting them up, if you've got a big if you got a big container, you can go with the bigger ones. But I, I made a decision on the, on the on the rodeo tomato to go with the smaller ones because i got to pot them up and I want them. Did you go with the six-pack? I don't pack? want them to get too, yeah. That's small? don't want to get too ahead of them. Oh, wow. And there'll be, and there'll be lots more, you know. Yeah. Uh, this, the, this is the, this is for folks that, that want to get in on that, really. But what about lots more of the tycoon? Now, the tycoon, though, that's. They're gone. Yeah, you got to. Get them while you're hot. Get them there. I, so I got. Uh, After this, they're gone. Yeah. I got 12 of them. I figured <clears> Steve <throat> Brown would want to. Uh, don't uh, let him plant tycoon. Everybody will see it. It's going to be a. It's going to be a compromise. You know very well. <laughs> you dealt with him for twenty years too. I'll, he'll. He'll. You sit. just have to put your foot down. <laughs> yeah. Be firm. I put it. my foot down a few times. Be, and then be I, firm I, with. Out on the, as he pushed me out the gate, you know. Um, but yeah, he'll have to. I was. I guess I should have. Well, I generally taught them into a few rodeo tomatoes yeah. along with his tycoons. Maybe I should have uh, 
looked at some valley cats or something. Yeah, yeah, valley cat would be the key. Yeah, because uh, I like it's valley a, It's cats. a big tomato, and uh, it's nematode resistant. Uh-huh. HM one uh, eighteen twenty three is out there too. Yeah, I like them. They're uh, they were fast producers and and a lot of a lot of fruit. So Millburgers is uh, if you're looking for tomatoes, has got you covered. So, um, I have people waiting for the cherry tomato. There's there yeah there there's the big red cherry there, but uh, like me, I'm waiting for the BHN nine sixty eight. Oh and uh. I don't remember. I think there's some of uh, our crush, Ruby Crush. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. There were. Yeah, so that's a that's a nice, uh, nice tomato too for a small one, pear shape. And next Saturday we'll be celebrating the rodeo tomato for a big rodeo tomato, like a birthday type thing. It's his birthday, and we're celebrating. And we've got uh, the folks from Nature's Creation. Besides having the rodeo tomato here, and the proceeds from Saturday's sale, not today, but next Saturday. Go to the Bear County Master Gardeners, the Junior Master Gardeners Program, or the Youth? It goes to the Junior Master Gardeners Program, which which is closely related to the gardening, to the Classroom Gardening Program, and to all their community garden programs. And we'll have uh, food for you to enjoy through donations from uh, Nature's Creation. They'll be dishing out the chili, so you get it while it lasts, starting at 11. Well, you won't I, be able to eat. You're on a diet. I know. You? I don't know if I can or not. We'll have to see if yeah. a chili uh, and, works And with you me. know that we'll squeal on you if you... Uh, I know uh, you will. Break t- <laughs> <laughs> You've done it before. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Every opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've even made up stuff. <laughs> Another Big Mac? What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Anyway, and uh, we have uh, music by the Texas Weather Band. We have balloon animals, face painting, and, of course, the star of the show is the tomato. So for more information, it's uh, next Saturday here at the nursery. But if you want more specifics, go to MillburgerNursery.com. Or, or PlantAnswers.com. Okay. There's and if you want more if you couldn't write down all those tomato names we were talking about, I've added a new uh, uh, heading to the uh, topics of the month on plantanswers.com, and it's called Tomato Transplants Often Available oh, okay. in Nurseries. It's called the, the hedge column. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, and, and it's also got a link to their write-up. So if you want to do your tomato shopping before you come in, and uh, hopefully, got, hopefully they'll be available. And you've got time to read. Yeah. Uh, now, the other thing that's there is a, it's a wonderful write-up, long, but wonderful write-up of <laughs> potting up tomatoes. Right. Yeah. And then next weekend, there'll be a, sh- a shortened version of that uh, in my column. We'll talk about the rodeo oh, tomatoes and, and the... Uh, Potting up and, uh, you know, take advantage of the, hopefully there'll still be some tycoons left, but take advantage of the tycoons while they're available. And uh, just They seeded the last of the tycoons. Did they? Mm. So they should have. So so, that sounds like what? Oh, they just seeded them? Just seeded them. Okay. This week. So there'll be some. There'll be some sprinkling of them through the market on five or six, every five or six weeks, so. That's good. Limited, uh, I put on by Tycoon, limited uh, availability. Mm-hmm. Sound like Neil. Yeah, yeah. Neil yeah. or Calvin, yep. All right, 210-308-8867. What's uh, growing in your garden? Um, Let me remind. Yes. And, um, 
we've uh, been reminding folks too that the Tycoon BHN 968 uh, and our uh, Valley Cat, Valley Cat, and our Celebrity, Celebrity are uh, are nematode resistant. And in fact, there's celebrities there too if you want them. You haven't seen nematodes in Steve Steve Brown's garden, have you? No, not a bit. I haven't. Okay. I haven't looked for them specifically, but uh, I find enough in my garden to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, or we're going to go, I'm sorry about that, we're going to go right to the phone lines. We've got Jim on the line at 210. I hate that when the phone call is getting away of our conversation. <laughs> I know. We're going to go back to the phone line? No, we're going we to go to the phone line. Yeah, you don't remember? I don't remember. Okay, well, let's go to the phone lines. Out. Stop working with old people. Huh? <laughs> Jim is on the line <laughs> at 210-308-8867. Jim, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine, Milton. How are you? Good. What's going on? I wanted to give Jerry and Calvin a report on uh, the spinach crop. <clears throat> oh, oh was, cool. Good. And then, then I have a, a question for uh, Calvin on identifying a bird. Okay. Oh, good. All right. Okay. The coho spinach this year, out of <clears throat> excuse me, out of sixty plants in my garden, there are only two that have a flat leaf. All the others are savoid. Uh huh. So uh, all the um, Pulling up of the flat leaf was over the years. It resulted into um, mostly the savoid leaf now. In, in yeah, that's the, what they're uh, supposed to be. Isn't it? And remember, uh, Jim, just remind everybody what savoid leaves mean. It's crinkly. a crinkled, crinkled, crinkled yeah. leaf, uh, right? And uh, so uh, there were only two plants out of sixty that came up with flat leaf this year. So that's uh, good. Yeah, yeah. mine, <clears throat> mine, the, which I, I suspect came from. Jim Seed, absolutely. All are wonderful this year. Yeah. Oh, they really? Yeah, they they went through the freeze and they're full of production. Uh, no insects, I guess. The cold help, weather helped with the uh, the mites or that they <coughs> usually show up on them and the cucumber beetles. So they've been great, Jim. Yeah, my my crop is doing real well. Uh, I've got an armadillo that's digging up my garden, and uh, so oh, Lord. Uh, yeah. Um, Calvin, I was out walking uh, the other afternoon, about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and this big bird uh, came swooping over about treetop level. Uh, My first thought was it was a big hawk, and then I saw it had white underneath its tail. And it went over uh, to the two-story house next uh, to me and landed on the roof, and then I saw that it had a white head. It had a white head and a white tail. Um, so it's uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it's a Mexican eagle or caracara. They've moved into the city. They moved up from the valley, and we've got it to one that's nested in our neighborhood three years in a row, raised young, and uh, they. I, I've never seen it on the gr- ground. If you see them in the country, mm. they're on the ground all the time, and they'll jump way up. But I, but uh, they do exactly what you described, Jim. They fly low, and I, they they must go to fields or something to to, to feed in the city. Uh, but Mexican eagle, I'll, I suspect, also called cara cara. They're buzzards, uh, aren't they? They're basically yeah. They're basically <laughs> scavengers. Uh, scavengers. They will uh, they will go after uh, live. 
ranchers don't like them. Uh, well, ranchers don't like uh, buzzards either because yeah. of the go, uh, potential to go after uh, calves and lambs and things. But yeah, they're they're really cool to look at and they're uh, they're fun to watch for sure. Yeah, this one just uh, after it landed on the roof, it just calmly walked uh, to the back uh, of the house on the roof, and then uh, I lost sight of it at that point. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, wow, yeah, they're usually pretty um, because they're not the uh, favorite uh, from where they come from. They're usually pr- not quite as bold as that. They they in our, my neighborhood they cruise through relatively early in the morning and then cruise back to their nesting areas at the, in the uh, early mm-hmm. evening and we don't we don't see them the rest of the time well i i don't expect to be here uh, when the uh, spanish crop matures and uh, goes to seed uh, but uh, tell jerry i'm uh, moving back to god's country tennessee so all right Oh, man. <laughs> well, we're going. We 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 appreciate all the work that you've done on the co-host spinach. You you've literally saved it uh, from uh, extinction. Well, he and also so had, we appreciate all the work that you've done with uh, with the co-host. Also had a prominent role in blueberries and the containers. Uh, absolutely, and, and yeah. he. Uh, I had to go over there to look at a. Azaleas in his ditch. You remember he had <laughs> when we would say that uh, there wasn't any azaleas uh, around. He would, yeah. or or good. when we said that, or maybe it was me that said it rather than Jerry. But that that yeah, shake cloth uh, was not a not a positive factor. <laughs> and of course, Jim grew everything in shake cloth. Really, yeah. <laughs> great success. <laughs> And his wife did a lot of work with the columbines. You know, yeah. she we started she a, some columbines over at her place. She was a great master gardener, and uh, Jim was an honor, honorary master gardener. And honorary? Yeah, or, honorary Ornery. and honorary. Ornery. Ornery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I just wanted okay. to give you a, a report on the spinach uh, uh, crop this year as far as okay. the uh, uh, characteristics. So good luck with the rest of it. Okay, okay we wh- wish you well in, in Tennessee. Watch out for that eagle. Yeah, <laughs> where where you go? Where are you going in Tennessee? Lower East Tennessee, over in the mountains there. Oh, okay, Ooh, that'd, be, that'd nice. be pretty. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see you. Okay, thank Bye-bye, you for calling. Jim. Yeah, thank you, thank you for all you that you've care. done. Yeah, y'all really do have some great people that. Are, oh, that stuff. yeah. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. 67 or toll free 866-308-8867. What else is going on? We've on the plantanswers.com, like I said, we've got the the uh, new topics of the month called uh, tomato transplants often available in nurseries. I like that title. Yes. Often available. This and there there's quite a few of them. And uh you know tra- trace they're tomato central here, but uh, the reason I put that often often available is because uh, uh, you know he can't keep all of them can't take a good supply. Well, he certainly of all tries. He tries, but uh, and then the transplant producer uh, too, uh, they're selling to other nurseries, and so a lot of times they're 
sold out of a particular variety. So that's what uh, I'm just giving that as a guideline for for uh, something you can look at before you come into the nursery and to see what you, see what you want to buy now. Or they could just listen to us and take our recommendation. Yeah, that, which that, turns out pretty well every year. He'll he'll I'm sure he'll have plenty of the uh, rodeo tomato, which is sun bright mm-hmm. this year. Uh, I hesitate to say that, Milton, after all, all this secrets. It's okay. I know. It's, you Sun never know what you can say. Well, you should say how proud you are of us because we knew the name for weeks and weeks and weeks and didn't, didn't yeah, say Yeah, we it. didn't say anything. We didn't squeal. <laughs> yeah, that is surprising that Calvin, <laughs> that Calvin didn't put it in the paper. Or uh, <laughs> they also got a new uh, deal there on topics of the month from people that like to grow uh, vegetables from seed. Uh, we, we on, on, on um, plantanswers.com, we've had, for years, we've had uh, recommended uh, vegetable varieties for Texas, and that's what, that's what it's listed under, under vegetables, recommended vegetable varieties. And it, it gives a... Uh, Gives the seeds, the varieties that we recommend, and uh, also gives the uh, gives a source, uh, online source, that you can get off the internet of of those varieties. Well, it dawned on me after my birthday last week. It was your birthday last week. You can call in and wish him a belated happy birthday. Oh, man, I hope that doesn't stimulate a bunch of birthday calls. Even if you called last week, you can call this week. That that, that, that seed list of recommended varieties is old? 30 years old. Yeah. Mm. And well, so, so what, I, what I've done, so with the help of uh, one of the ladies here at, at Millburgers, I've I looked at the seed rack, a Fairmarsh seed rack that they have here in the uh, in the in in the nursery here, and we've under the we've replaced that old list with a seed that you can get on the seed rack here at Millburgers, and and Bob, I think that's in most common nurseries around that that Fairmarsh uh, seed rack. And other seed racks too, but uh, we've got a listing of those uh, seed seed of vegetable varieties, uh, and I should have put seed seed rack vegetable varieties, but that's on topics of the month. So if you if you're looking for, let's say you want to grow some uh, beans, some type of beans, or you want to grow your own pepper from seed, or or anything like that from seed. Uh, rutabagas. Uh, ru- I mean, different types of rutabagas. I, I don't know if I got rutabagas on that list or not. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that was that, just that an might have dropped off accidentally. Yeah. But uh, if it if it's in there, uh, they got it on the list, and uh, it's on topics of the month under seed of vegetable varieties. So that's the updated uh, up, updated uh, seed seed recommendation variety. Because most of the other, the most of the old ones that we recommended were Fair, Fair Marsh, was from the Fair Marsh uh, Seed Company. So, um, 
We we thought we'd do that, and that, that way people won't have to order off the internet or go through all that rigmarole. They can just come in and get them off the sea route. And that'll be like Jerry said that the ferry Morris is uh, at most area nurseries, and right. So you that the, everyone on that list should be available wherever you go. But we certainly like like you to come to Millburgers. Yeah. Hey, all right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road at 930 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Now, I want you to mark your calendar. Next Saturday, February 17th, we're having a big old celebration to celebrate the 2018 Rodeo Tomato Sunbright. Now, you bet we're going to have them on hand, but once you buy them that day, you'll be benefiting the Bear County Master Gardeners Junior Gardening Program. And to make it even more fun, we're going to have a balloon artist and face painting from 11 to 3. We've got chili, Fritos, and water in case you get hungry, provided by Nature's Creation. It's just a dollar donation, and that goes back to the San Antonio Food Bank. And to keep your toes a-tapping, we've got the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3 playing your favorite country music. That's right. It's a big old celebration February 17th at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You want more information? Go to millburgernursery.com. Check it out. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. This is Bill Parisi. I'm one of the underwriters at First Preference Mortgage, inviting you to listen to the Underwriters Corner, where we'll talk about what's happening in the mortgage market, how to lower your payment or even lower your term so that you can pay off your mortgage sooner than later. First Preference Mortgage has been a full-service lender for over 30 years, and San Antonio is an amazing place to live. Get the expert information you need to live and grow and thrive in your own home on the Underwriters Corner every Sunday at 3 on 9.30 a.m. The end. Alamo Shooting Sports presents the Second Amendment Minute with Chris Fales. I'm Chris Fales, owner of Alamo Shooting Sports. In America, the right to bear arms has always been seen as a vital right, ensuring protection for you, your family, and securing your property. In the midst of the American Revolution, these rights were being explicitly included in early state constitutions. In writing the Federalist Papers, number 46, James Madison contrasted the proposed American federal government to European kingdoms that he criticized as being afraid to trust the people with arms. Madison went on to assure Americans that they would never need to fear their government as they had the British crown because the Constitution would ensure them the advantage of being armed. A select committee was assembled to review amendments proposed by James Madison who authored the language that would become the Second Amendment to the Constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. By the grace of God and these brave new Americans, we now live in a free and prosperous nation. I'm Chris Fales. 
Alamo Shooting Sports is a place where retail meets lifestyle, a place where new shooters and pros can shop, where Americans' rights become its pastime. At Alamo Shooting Sports, we educate and enrich the shooter's lifestyle by providing top-of-the-line customer service and low prices. Come by today and get a free carry case with any pistol purchase. Alamo Shooting Sports is in the Gallery Oak Shopping Center at 281 Just Past Thousand Oaks. Call us at 210-490-4867 or find us online at alamoshooting.com. Rob and I always dreamed of having children. We tried for years, and it just never happened. But then out of nowhere, here comes Madison. Having a child with Down syndrome can be challenging, but it's given us a joy we could have never imagined. So when we discussed Maddie's future, we knew we needed a plan that would care for her if we were no longer able. Hi, I'm Charlie Weisinger, board-certified estate planning attorney with Weisinger Law Firm in Selma, Texas. Putting together a will can be stressful, even more so if you have a loved one with special needs. Our team at Weisinger Law Firm has extensive experience working with the special needs community. So if you care for a loved one with special needs, call us at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 or online at weisingerlawfirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm, peace through planning. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Here's the number for Spider-Man Pest Control. 210-656-3721. I'll give it to you again in a second. But if you're looking for a pest control company that you can count on, that's going to help you, that's going to not only spray for the problem, but can use both chemical and organic solutions, and is going to look around for why this has become a problem. Uh, so the best example that Warren gave me was a, a person that had been trying other uh, pest control companies, and they sprayed, and they when the roaches went away for a little while, they kept coming back. And finally they called Spider-Man Pest Control because they got frustrated. And what Warren and the gang discovered was there was a little weep hole or something where they were coming right in. And so they, uh, they did some fixing. Like a front door. Yeah. So I forget what they did. I think they used some kind of a little... Uh, cloth so the weep hole could still do its job but the roaches wouldn't get in and out and, yeah and uh so it, it helps solve the problem now they still uh use warren to, to take care of insect problems or uh rodent problems but uh, if you're looking for a great pest control company spider-man pest control your web of protection since 1976 here's that phone number again 210-656-3721 and you'll find them online at gospidermanpest.com that's gospidermanpest.com what's the phone number again? 210-656-3721 3721 3721 he does it so fast I can't sorry remember. I don't know 210 <laughs> somebody I was embarrassed somebody asked uh, oh. what the phone oh. number was for the show <laughs> And, uh, and of course, I, I can't remember. I can't re- so I well, I've only been well, you on don't the call- show twenty years. Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't call the show, so you don't. Know. <laughs> All right, well, the phone number for the show is two one zero three zero eight 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 six seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, 
What you got going on? What else? Is, what? <laughs> I, was, I was enjoying that phone. Hey, can we? Uh, oh, we'll have to get the phone. I, th- I sort of thought if we made a kind of sing song, that would help people remember, like two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's not good. No, that'll make us change station. <laughs> David Rodriguez uh, does a lot of. Uh, uh, programming for Millburgers on <clears throat> the classes, and I'm sure there's one coming up pretty quick. But he also asked us to uh, remind everybody out there that on on uh, February 23rd from 1 to 5 p.m. over at his office over there on the uh, Cherry Ridge 3355 Cherry Ridge Suite 208 uh, that they're going to have a program on rainwater harvesting and turf management. That's a serious program, four hours long. And it's free. It's free? Free. What's wrong with David? I don't know. Uh, it's co-sponsored by a number of entities. I think some of the water companies. Oh, okay. And uh, so that's rainwater harvesting and turf management training, February 23, 1 to 5, a free program over there at 3355 Cherry Ridge Street. Now, if you want more information, you can call them at 631-0400, 631-0400. You can also uh, register. Oh, you can get the other thing that reminded us that you can get a, if you do it uh, quick before the event, you, you can get a free uh, soil uh, Ooh, that's analysis. Good. So you'll go and get the, go that's to the. That's a $25 deal, isn't yeah, it, or more? The, in the old days, it wasn't 25, but I'm sure it is now. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, and so what you do is you go over there, stop on your way from work, or make a special trip, get the bag and the instructions, and then and then drop it off, and then you'll they'll they'll send you the results. So it's a cool program. Check it out. Yeah, that's good. And Calvin mentioned uh, <laughs> David. I'm looking for that, but as I went on Millburger. Nursery.com, I stumbled upon the next kids' class. It's coming up here February 24th, so uh, next Saturday, but the Saturday afterwards from 10 to 11. It's absolutely free. And the description, your children will have fun learning the basics of vegetable gardening. The class will include little hands-on planting and seed tips, as well as craft activities, hands-on fun, and garden workshop for kids 5 to 10. Millburgers gardening classes, our kids' gardening classes are free. They provide all the materials, so they ask that you call and make a reservation uh, by calling 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760. I hope we get a report uh, from how the uh, landscape school went over there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, at uh, El Daco's uh, up there in Stone Oak. So somebody from the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas let us know how that uh, program went for the landscape school. And then we'll later, later we'll tell them about another landscape school that's March 4th. And Jerry and I are, are involved in teaching on that one down there. And I was looking at your article, Kevin. Yeah? Uh-oh. You've got to list out activities that I'm involved in and when I'm supposed to be there. Or I ain't coming. Uh, oh. I mean, you, you've, I, I see my name in several things. Oh, I, I just took it for, I, I, I probably checked and said that you would do the same yeah. the same schedule you had last year. Okay. Which is uh, 
Well, I'll tell you, I, I better be scared. I don't, can't remember. In today's uh, San Antonio, we're talking about the days in San Antonio, uh, uh, my essay, on Sun- C. On Sunday, it's just before the radio show. On Saturday, it's just after the radio show that you're your programs are talking about vegetables vegetables on saturday and tomato tomatoes and then on on sunday you're talking about plant materials to consider for the landscape is that <laughs> sunday sunday the landscape he's heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> okay and it says brian parson brian davis and i will lead discussion on design issues, plant materials, and effective irrigation and maintenance—is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I'm gonna. I started. I start out the agenda and talk about the design and okay. and uh, resources available, and then you follow up with the plant. A lot of you know plants to consider your yeah at uh, superstar plant types yeah, of things. Yeah, the the plant list that could take. Uh, 24 hours to talk about but you yeah. reduce it uh, down and then uh, and then there's a uh, lunch break and then Brian talks about uh, efficient water use and uh, other topics in terms of uh, that are important to the landscape and then the consultation is uh, in the afternoon and uh, we'll have uh, representatives from uh, most of the Master Gardener chapters will help us with the consultation. We'll be, we basically won't be in the consult- consultation because we'll be doing the radio show. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's, bas- it's basically just the same schedule as, as we had last year. Except you can't remember. He expected you to remember last year's schedule. <laughs> Was I there last year? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, you did, you did very well. Oh, my goodness. I mean, oh, well, you did, three did, encores. So you don't remember? Yeah, you, standing you did, ovation you did, after standing you did ovation. six classes, not two. <laughs> it was amazing. And people kept calling for more yeah. and more. Parsons, Parsons. Okay, you're taking you, you advantage gotta, of the old guy. you got to remember, though, Jerry, because don't you remember? That somebody came in with uh, uh, that they just bought some tomatoes, some st- tomato transplants. Uh-huh. And I said, "You didn't pay for those, did you?" Uh. <laughs> uh, one, one of the uh, one of the suppliers had uh, gotten the tomato plants early and kept them in the shade, so they oh got to, yeah, they got kind of stretched out. So. Yeah, I, I, I do vaguely remember. Yeah, that. so they they made it good and. Uh, uh, replaced them with better. There was uh, other nurseries there that had uh, tomato plants that were in better shape. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I thought Trace was coming up to visit with us. There he is. There he is. Oh, he's picked up the plant of the weekend. Just hide, hiding around the corner, waiting. No, for there you he is. goes. Yeah, I think he went to the greenhouse. All right. Come on up, Trace. Let me put your mod cap. There you go. Welcome to the show. Oh, that's neat. I can't remember if we've talked about this. No. I don't know. That's neat. What do you think that is? Uh, plan uh, of the week. It's the plan of the weekend, weekend, weekend. It's kind of a pretty thing. It is. Yeah, that's good, Jerry. Are these blooms? They are. Or are there another leaves? It's leaf? a sucker, Buds. Buds, yeah. So we're going to let Milton know what it is well, it looks before, like a, It looks like a wandering Jew, kind of, a little bit. Yeah, it does. Okay, cool. Okay. I know what it is. 
All right, so this is a new orchid. Oh, oh my goodness. And it's called Jewel Orchid. And you're right, the foliage has like a, a wandering Jew kind of look, uh, a little more red in it than purple. Yeah. And um, stripes. And look at stripes. the stripes. It doesn't look like any orchid that I've ever seen. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of orchids that grow in the rainforest that, that haven't even been discovered yet, I'm sure. And look at all the shoots coming up there. So uh, this one that I have up here is twelve ninety nine. It's in a four-inch pot. Uh, but if you'll Google jewel orchid or I'm going to do that Lu- now. Ludicia disco- discolor. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Jewel or jewel? Jewel. Jewel with a jewel. J. Jewel. J e w e l. And so I'm, I'm going to assume all orchid stuff applies. Uh, bright light, no direct, uh, no direct sun, no cold, and um, it, it's just got a cool-looking leaf. Uh, you know, most yeah. orchids, the leaves are, are uh, the, oh, the bloom yeah. is the showy part, and the leaf is just kind of blah. This one, the leaf looks just as good as the bloom, and the bloom uh, on the picture I've got is white. So I'm assuming that they're all white. Yeah. That's pretty. Um, pretty blue. Non-toxic to pets or people. Oh, man. And How can that be any good? <laughs> How many times have you been married? Uh, easily propagated. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I see side, side shoots coming And up. it says it's compact growing habit, so... You know, you should be able to keep this in a, in a pot and still looking, still looking good uh, f- for years. White blooms fall yeah. to winter into early spring. This is early spring. According to OurHousePlants.com, it's uh, easy to grow, easy to care for, produces lovely white little flowers um, to give it uh, more interest in other houseplants, which are only grown for their foliage. Um, dark green leaves with fine pinstripe markings. We see that. That's what it got. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a light. In certain light, the maroon color underneath the leaves can shine through and turn the white lines into a red of hue, which it's doing now for on this one. This little guy, Fred, we'll call it. Uh, unlike, let's see. Uh, did, it, did you say how much light it required? Um, I did. It's low light, I imagine. Let's see. Medium indirect light. Light. Out in its natural habitat, the jewel orchid is found growing low. Aww. Often in pretty shady places. Mm, it's hanging out with a rough crowd. For the best... No? Nothing? Okay. For the best results, try to replicate this in your home or office by avoiding placing it in direct sunlight. North-facing rooms are perfect, but any other facing aspect is fine, providing you can still shield the leaves from any harsh sunlight that filters through the day. Do not mistake this as a plant which likes darkness, though. Gloom seems to be avoided as much as direct sunlight. Oh, good. Simply, uh, simply damp conditions are what the jewel orchid wants for the majority of the time. It does not like to have bone dry or soaking wet soil. Uh, leave its roots sitting in water, and it will rapidly die. Oh. If you are using a more porous potting soil, you will need to water more often than if using standard potting soil. Okay. It's been it's obviously been in this pot for a long time. It's got moss going Yeah, a little bit of a it. it does. And no extra charge. There you go. They're small feeders, it says. Uh, you'll be totally fine if you feed it a few times a year. 
You can use a special orchid feed or something more generic. It's not overly fussy. I think you should feed it more than that. Okay. You that, that's the old orchid uh, recommendation. Oh, is it? Okay. Not to feed them. Well, Jerry, it just automatically triples and quadruples the amount of fertilizer. There the you go. There you go. Copious amounts of... Uh, Five times? Not Osmocote. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the uh, that's some more information, and it's here at Millburgers. There's about 20 of them. Oh, good. Okay. So if you want an unusual conversation piece uh, inside, you know, we always talk about outside plants. But, right. Um, I thought it was time we, we brought some light, no pun intending, <laughs> to the interior of your home. Yeah. Well, now, speaking of bringing light, uh, <laughs> the uh, Valentine's coming up Wednesday, right, Trace? Uh, that sounds about right. Don't forget that, Trace. I, I, I will set a reminder now. And so uh, I will uh, get her a rodeo tomato. <laughs> oh, oh what quit that's it. sweet. What about, what about a Phalaenopsis orchid? Do we have orchids? We do have orchids. Uh, pretty good selection, and I believe we've got some more. Well, coming. you could do you could do a Phalaenopsis orchid, which is obviously beautiful and proven. Oh yeah. And you could also do an an adventure orchid like like this one yeah. as a dual. So how much product. does that cost? Twelve ninety nine. Oh, that's cheaper than Phalaenopsis, isn't it? Uh yes, considerably. Fa- yeah. So. But it's small. And the, and the blooms are not as big. But if but you're like me, where you have to buy two gifts, one for your wife, one for your daughter, Uh-oh. you get the wife the big one and get the daughter the little one. There you mm. go. There you go. Very cool. He's well, got to figure it out. Huh? He does. He's got now, a what if you got a granddaughter? That's oh, for her own, too. I do have a granddog, but uh, no. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> a granddog? She's not a. She's not an orchid person. Yes. It's a long story. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so you can call 497-3760, and they'll put one aside for you. You can come by and get one. Uh, this is the twelve ninety nine. And Mar- Milton, tell them again what the name was so they can look at it like you did. In Jewel the Orchid is where you'll find it. And there were lots of articles that came up when I Googled it. Jewel, as in jewel crown or crown jewels, uh, orchid. A jewel of denial. There uh, you go. Of denial. Of denial. <laughs> All right. And uh, Trace, what else is going on? You mentioned the uh, rodeo tomato. We got any? We. Yes. Yeah, I know. I bought some yesterday. So did Calvin. And, uh, yeah. yeah. You've got tycoon too. Do have tycoon? Yeah, you right. better get those tycoon. I, 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 I wanted to try to buy some tycoon uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, they tell you I bought them all. Yeah. They said they were gone. Well, Ooh, there's a nice, nice selection here. So yeah. you didn't come to the right place. <laughs> That's right. And they've used yeah. the they've used the last of the seed. Hmm. So I know this is sad. So if if you're a tycoon nut, uh, you better better get them now. So I I would go into a place that would have nematodes in it. And so I dropped back to a Valley Cat and uh, 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 Celebrity. Which both of, both of them are there, too, if you want those. Yeah, yeah. Well. So if you are coming in for tomatoes and you want your, uh, your rodeo tomato for 2018, we are your one-stop shop. There you go. They are not located outside with the other vegetables. They don't like yeah, these then... cool winds and, uh, and these nights, so we've got them. In the new greenhouse. Okay, good. First, so first table it. on the left, I believe. 
And let's see, what else do we need to bring up? Oh, I need a, I got a tomato question. So I was talking to uh, Gary over at Climate Magic, and he wants a cherry tomato. He listens to the show, so he said, say hi to me. Hi, Gary. Um, wants a, a cherry tomato, but it's kind of sweet. It's not, it's not as acidy as regular tomatoes. You got a, isn't there a sweet something or other? Well, what about the Ruby Crush? Ruby Crush. Oh, is that sweet? Yeah. A little Ooh. sweeter. Yeah, it's a little sweeter than uh, BHN 968. Ooh. Okay. Trace, is that where you're going? Uh, apparently. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so so I lo- talked out of it. A low and, acid. And, and Ruby Crush is here, too, and we've got some of those. Yeah, there was a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. we got an answer for you. What else is going on? It's a nice, nice-looking plant, too. Yeah. Well, we're we're almost. Uh, we had a uh, Valentine's Day is when we wanted to have our new outside registers functioning, and we might actually meet that. the The roof is uh, almost all the way up. Yeah, plumbed with electricity. Phone lines are almost all in. So uh, we're full of new stuff. Yep, we've rearranged the tables. We should have more register areas to uh, to check out at. Uh, Definitely come visit our new greenhouse. It certainly makes those plants stand out um, and and look better. And there, there's beginning to be a little more color. The geraniums and the other stuff. It's, uh, Did you see the four inch blue bonnets? Yes. They're, yeah. They're on sale. They, yeah. They, Eighty eight cents. They grew a little bit from last week, so uh, that's why we went ahead and brought them in for this one. <laughs> oh, good. You know what else is? Uh, I think they were here last weekend, but uh, we didn't mention the uh, crop of begonias. This, oh yeah. Sempiflorum. Begonias are here. I'm watching for the whoppers. They're not here yet, but the but the uh, smaller version are looking good too. And they got geraniums. Now the reason these blue bonnets are are so important, these big blue bonnets that they have here, is because uh, you uh, you need to need to get those planted as soon as possible. Transplants planted as soon as possible. And the bigger the transplant, the better, because uh, we've had reports that uh, some blue bonnet stands are already blooming. Oh, really? Yeah, already sending up bloom, either the king bloom. So uh, it's getting... Getting toward the late end to uh, new transplants. It's of blue getting bonnets. as bad on blue bonnets as it is on tomatoes. Yeah, so I've, the, I've got the first tomato. Now I got the first. <laughs> but the big, the big plants uh, will uh, have time to once you put them in the ground or in the containers or whatever, they'll have time to get established before they bloom in uh, in late March. Cool, and we've got the, the six inch too. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, that's important. Yeah. Milton, yeah, the did, big you, ones. did you see these instant gratification vegetables we had out there? No, what are these? Uh-oh. So there's kale, there's artichoke, there's broccoli. I saw some cauliflower. I think some. No, wait a minute now. I guess I would have put kale in the instant torturing. <sighs> Toscano soup. That's do you? Uh, do you? Yeah. Do you eat kale, Milton? Um, no, I have. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. Okay. So you- so we've got these really nice mature vegetables, uh, and if you don't have a chance to make it to the rodeo, mm-hmm. uh, these are from the growing operation that actually grew a lot of the plants for the uh, HEB booth. Oh, okay. And um, so 
you could actually have an instant gratification garden, and these are the same quality that they have out at the rodeo. Very and cool. We, we, we got them all. Good deal. All right. Hey, we've got to take a break. Anything else real quick? I think that's good it for now. Good deal. All righty. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Now, I want you to mark your calendar. Next Saturday, February 17th, we're having a big old celebration to celebrate the 2018 Rodeo Tomato Sunbright. Now, you bet we're going to have them on hand, but once you buy them that day, you'll be benefiting the Bear County Master Gardeners Junior Gardening Program. And to make it even more fun, we're going to have a balloon artist and face painting from 11 to 3. We've got chili, Fritos, and water in case you get hungry, provided by Nature's Creation. It's just a dollar donation, and that goes back to the San Antonio Food Bank. And to keep your toes a-tapping, we've got the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3 playing your favorite country music. That's right. It's a big old celebration, February 17th at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You want more information? Go to millburgernursery.com. Check it out. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. Honey, they're back. Babe, this is ridiculous. These raccoons are destroying our attic, tearing out our AC ductwork, and keeping me awake half the night. And now I'm hearing scratching in the walls. We probably now have rats or mice, too. We paid two different bug companies to solve this. We need to call Critter Evictor. Martha at Work Use Them says they're experts in the market. They don't just block the one access point like the other guys did. They reinforce all current and potential access points and give us a 15-month warranty. Find them now. I can't take this anymore. Okay, okay, dear. I found them online. AnimalControlSanAntonio.com. Let me type it in. AnimalControlSanAntonio.com. And look, it says free estimates and you're right, a 15-month warranty. Here, write this down, please. 210-441-4045. And great, they're locally owned and operated. I'm calling right now. Let's get them out of here today so I can get back to a good night's sleep. That's 210-441-4045. You got it. That's Critter Victor. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this is Jan Johnson. Join us this week on Project One as we highlight Meals on Wheels of San Antonio this Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors 
We get the landlord off your bottom line. Breaking news never stops. That's why we now need two radio stations to help make sense of it all. Starting Monday, 9.30 a.m., The Answer gets a new sister station to help us stay on top of what's going on. Freedom 1160 will join this crazy world of breaking news and what to think about it with hosts like Laura Ingram and Mark Levin. All the shows you love are here at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. But starting Monday, join us for our new sister, Freedom 1160. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number two call. And Billy is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Billy. Welcome to the hey, show. How are you, you doing today? today? Good. How are you? Good. I just wanted to give you a report on those pretty blue bonnets that y'all have. Oh, Okay. I bought 20 of them and put them out at my church last Monday, and the deer got into them Monday night. Oh. Now, that can't be true, uh, Billy, because the deer don't eat them. They, uh, just like they don't they eat, eat them. They I just don't they eat my iris. They, they, they pulled them up, and they broke them off. They didn't eat them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. now that that's typical. <laughs> yeah, it was. Did, so did I you? tried to get them back in the ground and got some liquid fence and get around them, so oh, maybe good. they'll yeah. back. I don't know. They, I I have a few in containers at home that look great, but yeah. when I saw how pretty they were, I went and got back some. We have a wildfire bed at church, and I went and got some to put in it, and that's where I had the problem. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they didn't appear to eat them, but they just pulled them up. But just that one night, and I've gone back and watered them every day, and they haven't done it since then, but they don't look very good, but I'm hoping they'll come back out again. Yeah. But I was well, that's a good, good reminder. That you, that you still have some. Did, did you replenish you have another supply of them now? Yeah, they yeah. got them in the 4-inch uh, and the 6-inch. I think the 4-inch is on sale. I'm, I'm let me find inches, out for uh, sure. You don't think you have any more? No, no, there's 6 inches, too. Are they on sale, too, like they were last weekend? I'm, I'm going to check. You, four, Jerry. 4 for what? $10. Billy, Billy went check. and bought a bunch of 6-inch uh, blue bonnets and... Uh, Okay. And planted them out at his church in the wildflower bed. And guess, guess who visited the first night? And the deer? The deer. And I told them it yes. can't be true. They don't eat blue bonnets. Uh. And the, <laughs> I, I think it, it, he swore, but I'm not sure. No. Uh, but uh, then he got some liquid fence. Yep. Uh, yeah. And according to the website, we got Texas Blue Bonnets, 6-inch pot, 288 4 for $10. Okay, well, somebody asked me where I got them, and, and I assumed that you just had them last weekend, didn't think you'd have them again, so I just wanted to yeah, call them yeah, and tell them you have them, but I wanted to be sure first before I call. Well, we're glad you did. I you know, Bill, Billy, even, even on iris, that on happened. I, I planted all those iris, and did they shot up. And, you know, <laughs> I, I got iris all over my yard, and the deer never eat them, but those, those new... <laughs> Plants. But they'll, they'll pull them up sometimes, though. Yeah, but actually, they didn't. They didn't pull them up. They just kind of after the freeze, they just kind of snipped them off. You know, like you might trim them. Yeah. And I went back and did liquid fence, and now they're back growing, and they don't seem interested in them. Do you see any varietal differences? Well, uh, it, it appears that uh, mine that the deer got in after I did the liquid fence. Uh, they only got them in on that one night, last Monday night. 
and uh, since then they haven't. But I'm checking on them every day. So I yeah, maybe I they hope. went they went to church on Sunday night, and that's, that there was just go. convenient. Um, <laughs> I saw the new planted ones were the ones that hit all those uh, cemetery iris that I had on the other side of the yard that weren't weren't touched. Yeah. So that maybe maybe variety differences maybe, but I don't think so. I think uh, irises. I have a big uh, I have a big saucer on my patio that I I put three of those blue bunnies in, and they're the prettiest things you ever saw. Oh, they're ah. looking good. Well, they're they're a neat conversation piece too. If you have uh, visitors, uh, folks they are, are fascinated. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I even carried, I did that last year with uh, some blue bonnets and, and carried some of them to my brother in Fort Worth and told him if he set those out in his backyard and water them good, he might have some more blue bonnets this year. So haven't had a there report yet. <laughs> well, the kids are fascinated. The, the kids, if they come to visit you and are from Texas, a lot of them, if they're from Oh, yeah, Texas, I, have, I have grandkids from them. Alabama, and, and yeah. they enjoy them. Yeah. Well, just cool. want to be sure that you had some and uh, give you a report on what happened to mine. <laughs> so, I, Lick, I, I still I've have heard, hope, I've, so I'm well I've, enough I've to heard, try it again. Okay, somebody, was telling me that, somebody was telling me that the rabbits ate there, Blue Bunny. Really? What? Huh. I, I know. don't know. I haven't had many rabbits around. I have had yeah. some, but not very many. But we have a lot of deer at church, so uh, we have yeah. to be careful what we plant. Okay, that, okay. And that's a, that's a good uh, just a reminder to everybody on the new stuff you plant in those heavy deer areas. Uh, just it's good precaution to do liquid fence, even if you just do it a couple times. But what Forrest recommends you do it like four or five five times. But, yeah, yeah. Well, they had they had two different. Well, I, I had some left over from years gone by. The concentrate. But when I went to buy some at uh, Home Depot, all they had was in a little spray can. So I got it and sprayed it on the plants, and then I took the old one that I had and put it all the way around the perimeter. So uh, There you go. That'll maybe work. so. We'll see. Well, I'm going to send you well, a customer uh, then. I just want to be sure you had some this thanks. week. Okay. Well, uh, since, okay. since we got you on the phone and since you are having experience with deer, and uh, I, I got a uh, we we got an email this this morning before I left to come over here. Now we only have one minute left. You want to? Yeah, ask, it's ask a, Billy. Okay. He he can give a quick answer to that. Oh, okay, okay. We have deer running all over Chavano Park. I'm having some success with Nandinas and Yopon Holly to keep the deer away from my yard. Hmm. Please name some herbs that I can plant and, and to keep the deer away from my yard. Deer will eat what they like and then stomp whatever plant is in the ground. That's right. Yeah, that. Hey, That's, so we got it. We, so, so uh, have, we you, have you know any herbs that'll run? Oh, I'm not keep the herb. <laughs> All right. Thanks, there, Billy. There's some that they won't eat, but it's not. We'll be back in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. 
I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're sitting on the porch here at Millburgers, ready to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Come on by and visit with us or call us and ask your gardening question in person. Billy, uh, what was his answer before? I think it was no. Forget it. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Well, that's what oh, Jerry, no, no. Jerry knew. That what, what the answer. Oh, okay. Uh, I knew it'd be a quick answer. I haven't seen Forrest's answer. Forrest Appleton's oh, answer. Oh, you think Forrest? I, I don't think that, unfortunately, there's not a, and I'm sure everybody's plant uh, in the Hollywood Park. I didn't realize Chavano Park has it. I guess they have a lot of deer, too. Yeah, but, but uh, that, we've used every herb you can think of, and nothing repels insects now, or, or deer. But that's not what a lot of the information on in books and the Internet says. Oh, is that right? They yeah. say herbs will repel deer? Yeah. I can't remember exact sources, but every once in a while I run a. You have me to look online? Them. No. Okay. Well, oh, you mean what well, he herbs knows repel that deer? Yeah. yeah. See what it says. <laughs> give it, give us some new information. We got a question in from. Uh, let's see, where is this from? Uh, oh, I don't. Uh, Uvalde Eagle Pass Hondo in that area, Southwest Texas. Says, uh, what varieties of paper shell pecans do you recommend for Southwest? Texas area, U Valley, Eagle Pass, Hondo. Uh, so, what, what varieties do you recommend? So, uh, we sent that to uh, Dr. Larry Stein, who's our our fruit, and nuts, and vegetable, and blue bonnet, and everything specialist. And uh, he wrote back that the the best we can we can guess <laughs> the best yard variety for that part of Texas would be Sioux. Really. Uh, it is a beautiful tree that needs little training and has a fairly small nut that is uh, very high quality. The best large pecan would be desirable. This variety has been around a long time and has a good track record as to production and nut quality. And guess what we sell here at uh, Millburgers? Desirable. Desirable. And Pawnee. Yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, Desirable and Pawnee and Mohawk and... Cheyenne, which is my favorite, and Caddo. Caddo, uh, <laughs> speaking of Caddo, uh, is another smaller nut variety that does extremely well in this area. So we've got two of his recommendations, at least two of his recommendations. Uh, then, then he talks about one that is worthy of trial planting and looking really good is Waco. That's a new one. And that's a Cheyenne type of and Sioux cross. Those are two good varieties. Has a strong tree with a high quality pecan, but it's new, so uh, probably not available uh, to most homeowners. The main varieties in this commercial in commercial orchards in these areas include Wichita, Cheyenne, and Choctaw. And we've got. Uh, do we have Choctaw? No. We have Cheyenne, we have Cheyenne here at Melbourne. Uh like I said, which is my favorite. And so um, uh, that that joins Caddo and uh, 
desirable for the ones that he recommended. However, all of these varieties are a real challenge to grow, so we don't recommend the homeowner or small grower types. We didn't, we didn't know whether this guy was getting ready to put in an orchard or what. So uh, we have three of the recommended varieties that uh, Dr. Stein recommended, Caddo, uh, and Desirable, and Cheyenne. Uh, Mohawk is the one that we sell here called Mohawk is a lar is a large nut and used to be uh highly recommended by uh extension service. But uh, uh with pecan it takes that's why desirable is so good. Oh, oh, it's been grown for years and years and uh, it's it's not a extremely uh, thin shell pecans, which means that the crows and the squirrels don't seem to bother it as bad as they do some of the thin shell pecans. Well, that's and uh, it's uh, pretty reliable too. Yeah, I, I once asked uh, Mr. Hugo Pape out of Seguin, who's a, a legend in the pecan growing industry. Which uh, what was his best pecan, or uh, what pecan did he recommend over all others? Uh, after all the years of testing all the new varieties and everything else, and he said uh, desirable because of the crow thing and the and the thick shell and uh, thin thick thicker than than the extremely thin shell pecan, but. Uh, but anyway, after after growing it for uh, I guess twenty years or something, mohawk uh, on dry years has a tendency not to fill the nut out. The the great big old pecan uh, that uh, mohawk, uh, I mean the great big pecans have a tendency to not fill the nut out, and. Uh, uh, mohawk, mature mohawk trees have that tendency too, to in in dry season or in areas where you can't. Well, in homeowner situations, it's very difficult to water a uh, pecan tree for for nut production. I'll say that, especially during drought. Well, period. and you you just aren't able to spray anymore. Either. Yeah, yeah, they they get so tall. Yeah, people are are not interested in having the spray cross over into the property lines. I like the Pawnee. It's early and uh, seems to to have a reputation. Well, it's got a reputation for uh, resisting uh, not being real desirable to uh, uh, aphids for some reason. And so... That was one, and it's a small, relatively small tree. And again, like desirable, it uh, seems to be pretty steady producer, even when conditions vary quite a bit from year to year. So that 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 might be a nice selection too. Although we generally, yeah, we generally don't recommend it, pecans anymore for a uh, shade tree because of the all the uh, aphids, aphids and branch breakage and. Uh, how large how large the trees can get right so, but uh, in some situations it's it's pretty neat to have 
Yeah, especially especially if you're in the deep soil, where you, uh, but these rocky soils are, uh, on the north northwest side of San Antonio, where where people are building houses and everything. Else. It's just not not good to put a plant a pecan. That's strange. In my neighborhood, is strange. We've got lots of pecans. In fact, they used to be, you know, orchard there. Yeah. But it's got that chalk. It's got a basically a chalk layer, and they're very slow to start. But once they pen- seem to penetrate that chalk layer, they do mm. they do fine. Yeah. They're they're a versatile tree. Guess what I got in the mail yesterday? Millburgers. Your Millburgers newsletter? My new Millburgers newsletter. Cool. I get excited every time I get it. Where can they get that for themselves? In February. Uh, they can't. Nope, just I'm, I'm the only one to get this. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Fe- Fe- February 2018. And you can pick it up here at the, uh-huh. at the, at the nursery. A copy at, at the nursery, or you can get it in color. Yeah. On the, on the internet, on uh, a Millburger newsletter on the new Millburger website. Yeah, and you can have it emailed to you too. Yeah. So what's in Mil- there, Jerry? Go to millburgernursery.com to find out more about that, or plantanswers.com. Okay, sorry. They uh, they had to. I always like the plant questions. Said. Uh, I want to get a jump on lawn care this year. Is it a good month to fertilize my lawn? This is February he's talking about. wonder where that came from. I don't know. Did you write that? <laughs> no. It's too early to fertilize your lawn. The only thing that benefits from fertilizing your lawn early are the weeds. Wait until you have mowed real grass twice before you fertilize the lawn. Are you still happy with that answer? Kevin? I am still. Happy okay, good. And then they got they got a Mexican lime. Said my Mexican lime looks completely dead from the freeze. Probably is. Uh, should I go ahead and replace it? And then uh, somebody wrote, "Don't don't be too tricked to discard the lime. In many cases, the plants are growing on their own roots. I think all limes are grown on their own roots. I, I could be wrong." At least mine were last year. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll send up uh, stems from the roots. They will completely replace the top in one growing season and will produce again one year from now. That's yeah. That's if they're in a container. Of course, if they were, well, if they were a bigger tree on, on the ground, they may not re- completely re- reproduce in one year. Yeah. But the containers did it. Especially if you start fertilizing when they start growing. Um and then the last question of the year, a question of the of the month, and I, I Neil Sperry uh, had a, had something a couple of mo- a couple of weeks ago about this too that uh, kind of took me took me at, at at a loss. It said, "Can we use fallen leaf oak leaves in the compost pile?" Now, I don't know if you wrote this or not, Kevin. It said dry leaves Many are... Many times I have. But. Dry leaves <laughs> are low in moisture and nitrogen, but fresh live oak leaves are good raw material for the compost pile. We've been using yeah, dry they leaves mod- they for... Mod- yeah, they, somebody modified. That's the, the usual answer I say is any leaves are good. Oh, yeah. And that you... Um, 
And then you, if you have space, you go on to say that if you can uh, enrich it with a little nitrogen, yeah, yeah, then you uh, speeds up the decomposition. But uh, the leaves were produced by using uh, soil nutrients. Uh, so even though they're dry, when they decompose, they release some of those uh, soil nutrients. Okay? Is that right? Sure. Okay. So uh, I, don't, I don't know what this deal against dry leaves. Now, Neil was saying uh, don't you can use them as mulch, but... But don't work them into the soil. Yeah. Well, I, I I say you can work them into the soil as long and compost them actually in the garden, as long as you add a little extra nitrogen to well, help decomposition. I, I think I think it's just an example. Of, we've seen this many times, Jerry, where you think, where we talk, we get maybe we outsmart ourselves. We talk about, you know, if they're fresher leaves and they're green, they yeah. decompose faster. And uh, you can get a nitrogen deficit if you have uh, just too much leaves and then undecomposed. Yeah, yeah and then and then people just extend that. Maybe <laughs> you know go go overboard a bit because it's, yeah. it's generally desirable to. Well, it is desirable. You don't want to send those leaves to the uh, landfill. You want to use them in the compost pile or or in your landscaper as mulch, for sure. And I was looking at the uh, February gardening events. When's February 12th? That's coming up uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday. 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 It says Monday, February 12th at 7 p.m., the San Antonio Rose Society membership meeting. Public is invited. San Antonio Garden Center, 3310 North New Braunfels. At 7 p.m. 7 p.m. So if you're interested in roses or growing roses and want to get with a like bunch of people uh, that love roses and uh, love to grow roses, then uh, uh, Monday, Monday, February 12th, this uh, t- day after tomorrow. I think the topic. A, does it say the topic? The two what? Does it say the topic? No. Roses on the uh, well and. and on Milberger's site, it gives a little more information. It says that uh, the topic is pruning roses for beautiful blooms. There you go. That's cool. They should call in and talk to us about that. Murray Warner and Amelia Collins will provide hands-on demonstrations of proper pruning techniques and show you how to prune different types of roses. Um, so, yeah, they could. Give us a call and tell us what's going on with that. 210-308-8867. And Skip Richter, uh, who's now in Houston, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Used we, to be we, in Austin. The reason we hesitate is because he's moved around. He worked with me in uh, Austin Yeah, there you go. years ago. And now he's in Houston. And he, he got a wonderful article about... Uh, uh, growing, uh, growing vegetables, and uh, well, now uh, it says somebody else for uh, the accidental gardener wrote the best vegetable garden ever. So um, I don't think it's they just quote Skip in here. Uh, <laughs> Skip, they quote Skip, Skip as saying one of the most affirming and enjoyable things about gardening. 
is the fact that you always get another chance to get it right. That's good. That's good. All right. All right. Well, if if a if a planting fails, just pull it up and replant. There you go. Now, one thing. There's no plant rights group. Have you worked? You worked with Skip. He, it, he is absolutely the most patient person around. So, oh, that right? Yeah, so that's that's kind of his his philosophy. Uh, <laughs> I have to admit it. I've been a, he frustrated me a few times, you know. And he said, "Well, no problem. That this didn't turn out the way we wanted. We'll there just do it go. again next year. <laughs> you at least you want to scream and holler, or throw something, you know." <laughs> There are a few things in life where you can fail so miserably and just start over with a clean slate. Wow. Cool. I'm a philosopher. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Now, I want you to mark your calendar. Next Saturday, February 17th, we're having a big old celebration to celebrate the 2018 Rodeo Tomato Sunbright. Now, you bet we're going to have them on hand, but once you buy them that day, you'll be benefiting the Bear County Master Gardeners Junior Gardening Program. And to make it even more fun, we're going to have a balloon artist and face painting from 11 to 3. We've got chili, Fritos, and water in case you get hungry, provided by Nature's Creation. It's just a dollar donation, and that goes back to the San Antonio Food Bank. And to keep your toes a-tapping, we've got the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3 playing your favorite country music. That's right. It's a big old celebration, February 17th at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. You want more information? Go to MillburgerNursery.com. Check it out. Learn more at MillburgerNursery.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. Here's a little news item that should frighten us all. The Washington Free Beacon reports Iran has announced it has begun mass production of a new weaponized drone that will carry smart bombs capable of precision strikes. It wouldn't surprise me if part of this project is being paid for with the money President Obama sent them. The drones, with their smart bombs, are capable of tracing, intercepting, and destroying a target, according to Iran's defense minister. So now, in addition to its nuclear program, which likely proceeds in secret, the world, and especially Israel and possibly Saudi Arabia, will have this to deal with. And let's not forget North Korea and its nuclear missile program. 
Does it seem to you that the world is becoming less and less safe and that all it will take is a single spark to ignite a major fire, perhaps a nuclear fire? All of this, of course, is a preview of coming attractions. The prophecies in both testaments once seemed rather remote and incredible. Now they read like the daily newspaper. Get ready. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. 9.30 a.m. The Answer has solved your Valentine's Day dilemma. Where to go, what to do, and what to get. Where you go is 9.30amtheanswer.com. What to do is register to win dinner for two at the romantic Oak Valley Vineyard Restaurant, a $100 box of gourmet chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory, and a genuine 24-karat gold dipped rose from Mark Sadowski Jewelers. What you get, a prize package valued at $400. Waiting to be won this Valentine's Day at 930 a.m. the answer.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or come on by and visit with us on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. We've got a listener out there, Charles M., uh, who is a little feeling a little low and uh, Unable to be here and visit with us on the porch today, so I want to wish him speedy recovery and uh, welcome him back uh, as soon as he gets back. So, uh, so every, what, what's everybody, wrong with him? What's that? I mean, what, what, is there uh, any more information? Or? No, just that he's feeling uh-huh. feeling low. He's kind of uh-huh. he's a little. Uh, I guess he must be old or something that that he's feeling low, huh? No, I don't. I, I, you, you certainly couldn't tell by uh, by working with him. Uh, he's he's uh, got you know. Yeah, that was Calvin Charles. If you're uh, wondering whose voice that was, maybe you couldn't hear. Uh, maybe there was a pain medicine or something. That was Calvin. All right, but yeah, we everybody here is uh, talking about you and missing you. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm still looking through my uh, February newsletter. When you should be paying attention to, I, you didn't even add anything on uh, Char- Charles. I'm a pretty pretty sharp guy. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned in my in my old age to uh, better. If you can't say something, uh, well, no, no, that, that ain't it. Well, uh, that wouldn't be the case. You wouldn't be saying anything. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's funny how everybody, all the staff, is gonna. Charles M. is the... The uh, opinions of Calvin are purely uh, his own. uh, Don't uh, represent those of anybody. All the staff is hiding out now from the... But uh, we we wish him well. Anyway, Calvin got an article in the newsletter about uh, time to top dress and aerate your lawn. And I thought they got a picture in there of a guy aerated running behind one of those uh, plug aerators. And I thought he was Milton at first, and then I looked at the the guy's walking Milton. He's <laughs> not yeah. being, being drugged. Not, 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 not being drugged or, or running. <laughs> so I said, well, maybe that's not Milton. No, it wasn't me. That thing, that thing really pulled. <laughs> well, right, a, right toward Calvin's repairs. That's a good point because uh, you know folks are getting restless. They want their lawns to get green, and they're just saying, "Well, are you sure?" 
we shouldn't fertilize and get a little earlier, but the fertilization really won't be a factor now, but the, the aeration, top dressing yeah, and could, aeration really will contribute, yeah. Jerry tells a great story about, uh, hey, speak of the devil, aeration and uh, top dressing hey. is coming. Jerry, you, uh, I like that story about uh, when Malcolm made you a, a convert for uh, top dressing. Yeah. When he dumped it out in your yard. and Yeah, and used that picture all, all over the place after... After it was it in 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 curry and that was on a shallow soil too, and uh, but it, it would stop my mower t- two years after after he did that for two years it would it would uh, clog my mower up when I when I tried to mow through it. Huh. So uh, it, uh, it it definitely stimulates the lawn. And well, it's it the only way you get it it up yeah, it's the only way you get organic material into our. Uh, an established lawn, and that's that aeration that uh, cuts those uh, segments out, pulls them out. And those holes, the top dressing, that compost can penetrate, and it gets that organic material down there where the, the roots are. And it really is a magic, yeah. magic elixir. It uh, really does. is a major factor in making a healthy lawn. It's well worth the effort. You can get the, there's some... Uh, Companies that'll do it, and I'm sure uh, Quality Organics got a list of those. Or you, yeah. it's relatively easy to do it yourself too. Hey, uh, Bill's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Bill. Thanks for waiting. How can we help you today? Yeah, I need to get some info from Calvin there. Uh, last week he mentioned this uh, uh, turf and water catchment program and gave a number. And unfortunately, I was not around with the writing tool. So what's the date of that uh, program, and what's that number I call to get signed up? Uh-oh. Say again. Which program? Water catchment and uh, turf. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's the Extension Service uh, 210-631-0400, the, rain, the Rainwater Harvesting and Turf Management Program. And what's the date on that? That's on the 23rd of February from 1 to 5 p.m. I think that's a Friday. 20, uh, 23rd of February. Yeah, it sounds, it's a, it's a pretty serious program, a four-hour program. Um, yeah, it, it sounded excellent from the way you described it. So. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's, and then they'll... They'll also, if you call that number, they'll explain how the how you can get a free soil analysis too. Did you get Did you get okay. that number? Not really. I lost a point on my writing tool. Could you repeat that number? <laughs> One more time, Bill. Two ten six three one zero four zero zero. Oh, that's a kind. That's, that's a kind that, agent. Got it. 23, 23 February, right? Yes. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Okay, I hope you enjoyed. Right. Talk to you later. Bye. Sir, you want to ask your question on the air? Or you want to wait until we take a break? Okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else you got going on there? 
I got Calvin mentioned in his article in the newsletter uh, that February is a good time to apply pre-emergent herbicide. We haven't talked a lot about that, but uh, uh, crabgrass and sandburrs are two of the worst pests, especially if you're in, well, for the sandburrs in Wilson County. And so now is the time to get the pre-emergent herbicide uh, down to uh, prevent seed from germinating for, for two to four months. If the granules are spread evenly and the soil is not disturbed, once the chemical forms a barrier in the soil. And then uh, and that's, one of the keys is to, and it is, it's covered on the label, too, of the maize and a number of those products to mention, that a second application, because as Jerry mentioned, two to four months, and sandburrs, I mean, they'll germinate way late into the uh, fall, so you need a, you do need a second, uh, that second application if you're going to reduce the uh, production of uh, the seed in that particular year. And this is not the first year, it's not going to completely control them, but if you do it conscientiously over a couple of years, it uh, does a pretty good job. Now, are we talking to maize or Bayland? Yeah, well, I think Bayland is part of a maize, but a maize XL to mention crabgrass preventer even Mm -hmm. uh, works. Uh, But not weed and feed. No, don't. Yeah, don't use weed and feed. Yeah, because you're feeding the weeds and uh, and, uh, the, the the product in. Most weed and feeds are not that good. That's if you've got a confused personality. That's what you use, weed and feed. Well, you know, we haven't got as many calls, Jerry, as... Remember the old days we would get... uh, Yeah, spring especially, yeah, about... Well, I put this... uh, This, uh, what I thought was fertilizer on the vegetable garden. Now I look at the bag and it's weed and feed. Is that going to be a problem? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go out there with your little spoon and start getting that stuff up. Yeah, it's, it's just some, uh, something. I think in its in our in our area, I think all the horticulturists, uh, the landscape people, uh, recommend against using a weed and feed product. It just is. It's not consistent. To you want to you want to apply you want to apply a product to address a certain issue. And you, you, the more you generalize it, the least effective and the more threat to the environment that you have. And Kevin mentioned in here, I, I was excited to see this. Uh, organic gardeners are excited about corn gluten as a herbicide. And what else do you say? <laughs> uh, apply it evenly as possible in a weed-infested area, just... Uh, just uh, as the first summer weeds germinate, March and April. The herbicide action only lasts for two weeks or less, but the material will kill the weeds that are already germinated when they are young. Did you write that, Calvin? Um, yeah, I bet I did. Okay. Uh, and then we talked about don't waste your money on weeds and feed. I I, th- I think uh, for for our people that have so many grass birds down in uh, Wilson County and and uh, Bear County and Sandy areas that uh, they'll be best to stick stick with Bailington and uh, 
uh, Amaze and some of those products. XL, yeah, if you got a big area, XL is the same as Amaze. Let's take a oh, go ahead, sorry. Let's, go ahead. let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. And we'll be back in a moment on 930 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Now, I want you to mark your calendar. Next Saturday, February 17th, we're having a big old celebration to celebrate the 2018 Rodeo Tomato Sunbright. Now, you bet we're going to have them on hand, but when you buy them that day, you'll be benefiting the Bear County Master Gardeners Junior Gardening Program. And to make it even more fun, we're going to have a balloon artist and face painting from 11 to 3. We've got chili, Fritos, and water in case you get hungry, provided by Nature's Creation. It's just a dollar donation, and that goes back to the San Antonio Food Bank. And to keep your toes a-tapping, we've got the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3 playing your favorite country music. That's right. It's a big old celebration, February 17th at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. You want more information? Go to millburgernursery.com. Check it out. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. Make plans now to join Salem Radio Network hosts Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. Sail around and explore some of the world's most beautiful islands, and at night gather together with Hugh, Larry, and Mike for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise sets sail for seven days, August 11th through the 18th. For all the details about this cruise, visit 930amtheanswer.com or call 855-655-1335. That's 855-655-1335. Book your trip to Today, Alamo Shooting Sports presents the Second Amendment Minute with Chris Fales. I'm Chris Fales, owner of Alamo Shooting Sports. In America, the right to bear arms has always been seen as a vital right, ensuring protection for you, your family, and securing your property. In the midst of the American Revolution, these rights are being explicitly included in early state constitutions. In writing the Federalist Papers number 46, James Madison contrasted the proposed American federal government to European kingdoms that he criticized as being afraid to trust the people with arms. Madison went on to assure Americans that they would never need to fear their government as they had the British crown because the Constitution would ensure them the advantage of being armed. A select committee was assembled to review amendments proposed by James Madison who authored the language that would become the Second Amendment to the Constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. By the grace of God and these brave new Americans, we now live in a free and prosperous nation. I'm Chris Fales. Alamo Shooting Sports is a place where retail meets lifestyle, a place where new shooters and pros can shop, where Americans' rights become its pastime. At Alamo Shooting Sports, we educate and enrich the shooter's lifestyle by providing top-of-the-line customer service and low prices. Come by today and get a free carry case with any pistol purchase. Alamo Shooting Sports is in the Gallery Oak Shopping Center at 281 Just Past Thousand Oaks. Call us at 210-490-4867 or find us online at alamoshooting.com. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. Once you begin to discover who you are, then you really realize how you have been given authority over your life. 
The movie The 1517th of Paris settles in for the true story of a train ride, a high-speed trip where three self-proclaimed regular guys foiled the plans of a deadly terrorist. This film, directed by Clint Eastwood and starring the real-world heroes as themselves, showcases faith and heroism in abundance. Unfortunately, Eastwood and company also include an abundance of foul language and a disappointing drunken night of carousing at an Amsterdam club that weighs down the positive side. Plus, the gore factor is a tad high, too. So I'm giving the 1517th of Paris a cautionary 2.5 out of 5 for family friendliness. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. That's our phone number. You give us a call, we'll talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Um, so so the, the broccoli is still trying. It's not very big. Um so I didn't know whether the celery crowded it out of the container or is the broccoli stronger than the celery. Sarah, Sarah has got a uh, more massive uh, root system than oh. broccoli. So if I planted them at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine the celery would take up more of the, uh, pot, pot, more of the soil. Mix. So it might kind of dwarf the uh, the broccoli. Yeah, and okay. uh, well, broccoli is planted in the in late fall and er, 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 uh, winter, uh, and I've noticed this uh, in several plantings lately that the broccoli is staying small and heading already. It's already oh, really? It's well, that's already, what I'm experiencing. Yeah, it's already heading, and. Um, uh, we 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 sold some down south, uh, hundreds of plants planted out, and uh, not only were they heading, and were were the the heads were maybe a a fourth or a fifth the size of the big heads yeah. uh, that we had in 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 late fall, but uh, it. Uh, but it's not. But because of the cool weather, it's not blooming. You know. Uh, so I. Mine was. Your yours were blooming. Yeah, it's little yellow, blooming. yellow blooms all over it. Yeah, that that's when it's that's when you harvest it. Oh, okay. At this time of the year, because you don't you don't know what the ultimate size of it's going to be. But the interesting thing about it, and I never I haven't seen this uh, till this year. That the the uh, uh, the side shoots, the the center head is has already made a head, right? And probably sized out, but uh, the side shoots are also coming on, coming on and and doing well. You see, uh, while while you've still got the main center head of the broccoli, talking about. A, the effects of, uh, I think the weather slowed it down and made it go ahead and head faster. 
I, I would say a lot of times you can get that uh, pr- early heading of broccoli, and this is happening with cauliflower also. Hmm. Uh, if the transplant that you use was stressed, in other words, uh, oh. was uh, not fertile, not kept for regularly fertilized, and um, so that that can happen. But this year, I, I know uh, for a fact uh, several places that we've got broccoli and cauliflower planted that were never never stressed, planted as young, fast-growing transplants. And we're never stressed. Uh, they're doing that early heading in the broccoli and the cauliflower on a small plant. So uh, what you have to do is just wait, and uh, if you want the maximum size, keep fertilizing uh, every every week or ten days. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, week to ten days. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to see if he pick up on that. <laughs> He picked up on it. <laughs> but uh, I, unfortunately, I don't think no matter how much you fertilize, you're going to stimulate that yeah. broccoli into new growth. I'm debating. it's I'm headed de- out. I've got the, the early the broccoli I planted early, yeah. harvested the big heads, then the freeze came, and then I tried to harvest the smaller heads, and they were pretty tough and yeah. bitter. And I'm debating whether I should just cut all the heads off now or just pull the Pull the plants too. I think pull the plants. Yeah, Brussels. The Brussels sprouts are doing wonderful. Yeah, have you got any late planted broccoli or cauliflower? I don't. No. Okay, then you're I've, not, you're I've, not seeing what we're talking. No, about. because I'm, I've still I've got the uh, chard and uh, all all those other other greens. Uh, so a lot a lot of cabbage. Yeah. Turnip greens. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to keep up to them. I don't need an, an additional <laughs> set of. Hey, I've got James on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just fine. How are you all gentlemen doing? Good. What's going on? Hey, listen, i got a comment before my quick question. I uh, I walked outside because I get a better signal on my cell phone outside than inside. Um, yeah, spring's got to be close because my blue bonnets, uh, I'm standing in them right now. They're raising up off the ground, so that's that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, they were they they were hunkered down for several months, and now they're turning into a to a vigorous growing weed. Yeah, they're 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 standing up. That's good. And these are native blue bonnets, by the way, not plants. Yeah, okay. Do they? Yeah. Uh, you mean they're not blue bonnets that Jerry has messed with their breeding? <laughs> have, no, have you, I, I've owned this property for twenty years, and I've only seen blue. <laughs> there you go. Uh, isn't it disgusting that all that blue just keeps showing up year after year? Did, uh, uh, did, do you see any blooms yet? Any king no, blooms? I don't, see, I don't see any spikes. Um, just just a, uh, let me bend down. So I don't see any spikes per se. Yeah, flower spikes. yeah. That, not, that, the, the native types would probably not, not have any uh, blooms. The, the blooms that we're seeing now on the reds. You know, what I, I also don't see, James, have you got uh, generally uh, the, the primrose and uh, verbena and some of those early bloomers, I guess the freeze must have slowed them down. Probably so. Uh, even I don't know. I, I a lot of right now, I, I know they're weeds, I think they're weeds, but I don't know what they are, but they are pretty, but like in my front yard, but they're like a purple, 
uh, lilac color flower right now. My wife likes them. I'm fixing uh, to mow them down. Hand <laughs> anyway. Wait a minute. That's, that's probably hand yeah, they, they got them mow when I can. Got them. Is that what it is? I always wonder what they are. They're, yeah, they're little, little, little teeny, bright, bright colored, but little teeny flowers, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's yeah. them. They're yeah. in bloom right now. They, they look nice. And anyhow, what I really <laughs> talked about is uh, on Thursday, because I worked close by over there, at the, I walked over to the stock, or walked over, uh, went over to the stock show and picked up some tomatoes uh, on Thursday. And uh, I got I got two of the, the Sunbright and one of the Ruby Crush, which I've never grown before, which I'm looking forward to, and one of the Valley Cat. My dilemma is the lady there put them in a, in a, in a paper bag with the handle so I could walk a mile back to my truck. And uh, when I unbagged them yesterday, finally, the top main uh, central leader, if you will, off the Valley Cat got snapped off. Um, oh, is it, no. I'm gonna pop, yeah, oh, no, is what I said. <laughs> but I'm fixing a pot <laughs> here and it went, as soon as your show's over. Is that one worth saving? Or Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that'll, that, that, that'll uh, re-sprout the uh, secondary sprouts, especially since okay. they're so young. Yeah. Okay, that that was my main concern. Do I even fool with it, or just just not? No, so. I'd, I'd go ahead. I'd go ahead and fool with it. Okay, hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Thanks, calling James. In. Thanks, Sorry James. about your tomato breaking. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Okay, Milton, as you look out over this, uh, look at this tree that's in front of us. Yeah. What is the main, What is some of the odd things that you see growing on the limbs? Uh, mistletoe it's a and ball moss. You know, is that mistletoe? is that mistletoe right there? The green that's hanging down. Actually, it is, Jer. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Right Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's it's time to uh, February is the time to treat ball moss. I, I was noticing that the uh, some of the live oak trees are dropping their leaves. Yeah. And a lot of them won't, won't drop until about March 1st, but a few have started. And it's always, they're quick. Right. They drop and then you, and but that, that coincides with the the best time to uh, spray for ball moss if you want to do it. Because you can see it. Yeah. And you can also get the spray on the actual moss. Instead rather than of, on the leaves. Uh, yeah, those uh, those leaves. So if you can time those two together, that's best. Now, this is a cedar elm here that's got Jerry's looking and Milton's mm-hmm. looking at. That's got uh, decorative ball moss on it. <laughs> but mm. anyway. Not, uh, Crape myrtles have got ball moss. Even over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's more of Milton's mistletoe. Mistletoe, mistletoe over there. There's a lot on that one. <laughs> But that, yeah, that ball moss it it contaminates everything. Out there. It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's even seen. on the Kramer. No man. I, I hope Neil Sperry doesn't hear about this. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Kramer. He loves Kramer. Oh, okay. And when he knows that Blasphemy. ball moss are in, in moving to in, invading. Oh wow! Look at this decorative wagon coming down here with all the oh my goodness, yeah, lots of pansies. Color. Uh, snapdragons, gracious, very nice, good colors. But anyway, uh, if you, if you want to get rid of your ball moss, now is the time to make the application of the spray while the leaves are off the trees. So so you'll get the maximum uh, 
benefit to the to the hit the ball moss, and you want to use a copper spray now. I, uh, most of most of the tree companies do that spraying for you. Yeah. And uh, because especially if you got big trees with ball moss on it, uh, it's it's hard it's hard for a homeowner to make that kind of. And they use a copper copper fungicide to spray at this time of year. Now uh, it might need, be like my my trees that have ball moss or. Generally, they're big trunks, but they're mesquite, and so they're not—they're not, they're not uh, fifty feet in the air like these. Well, that's true are. too. They're, they're trying to spread down, but of course, I, I like the ball moss because it's part of the Texana Central Texas endemic plant, and doesn't hurt anything. So I don't even think about. Uh, I gotta go into the bathroom and throw. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Kevin, making me sick over here. This is Texan as the Alamo. That ball. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the the neat thing about spraying now, the 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 concept is that you get the copper spray on on the ball moss now, and uh, supposedly we get rains and. In February and uh, and March, that'll that'll activate that uh, copper copper in that uh, spray, uh, uh, and and so once you spray it on and it dries on there, then you have residual effects uh, through through uh, yeah, all, they, through March. And don't expect immediate action, oh, no. action because you'll. Well, as Jerry mentioned, you have, when we have some serious rain action, they'll uh, they'll start falling off. We better have some serious rain action. Well, we got we had a hundredth of an inch <laughs> yesterday. I mean, what what more I've, do you want? I've been laughing, laughing at these weather people when they're talking sixty percent chance, fifty percent chance. You know, so I'm thinking an inch, inch and a half, two inches. No, it's yeah. And then they they show the predicted precipitation, a quarter of an inch, two tenths of an inch. Yeah, that ain't no rain, buddy. That that's that's mainly a that's mainly something to to wet your car and get your car dirty. I was uh, so I bought the same as Billy. I bought some blue bonnets. Um, last week, and yeah. I was uh, putting them in the ground um, this morning. Oh, okay. And so the soil's nice and wet. <laughs> and then nice you, and wet. And then you dig in it. Yeah. And then you realize, of an inch yeah, it's not, it's nice not wet at all. It's it's yeah, crumbly and and dry when you get it into this much past this little top layer. Yeah. I yeah. was I was talking to a farmer uh, this week. And uh, he says people don't realize how seriously dry we are, mm. and that uh, once the far- irrigated, especially the irrigated farmers, that see they'll start planting corn in 30 days or, or sooner, and they have to pre-irrigate. So uh, yeah, watch the aquifer. No, if it doesn't rain. Watch the aquifer start growing down, and the reason for that is is. Uh, Farmers are pre-irrigating their field, getting ready to plant corn or any crop. 
So uh, we're we're. Uh, I, th- I in fact I think North Eastern Bear County, no Northwestern Bear County, is under a drought. Oh really? Restriction or wow. a drought classification? Yeah. Is what I want to huh. say. So anyway, we need some rain, and uh, that that rain is what activates the uh, copper uh, her- herbicide into the end of Walmart. And that, that this is about the only time that you can spray the ball moss to get a key, good kill on it, and it doesn't. The temperature doesn't matter, I don't think. Uh, well, I'm sure it doesn't matter on on uh, spraying for ball moss. It sounded like you had an interesting question off the air. Huh? It sounded like you had an interesting question. Yeah, it was. Uh... Now, did y'all have a question? Do we have the rodeo tomato plant? We have the rodeo tomato. Do we have the rodeo? That's in the in the greenhouse over there. Yeah, two different sizes and. No, we don't recommend the rodeo. Bye. All right. So, what were you guys talking about? Oh, he heard Texas variety. There's been a little attention to the the red buds now because they're starting to bloom. Oh. And he wanted to make sure that he was getting a Texas red bud and not because he saw a Texas red oak, and he was he was uh, as you know asking for the difference and what the size you know. So I was explaining that the Texas red oak is as big as these live oaks, and then he was they've got acorns yes, and the the red bud is 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 like a, a large uh, crepe myrtle. And uh, they've got, they'll have little seed pods. They're a legume. Uh, but they're starting to bloom now. I saw, if you look around, you'll see the the red buds burst, bursting on them. But it's a nice tree. It's got shade tolerance, too. Hmm. And uh, can put up with our drought uh, pretty well. You don't want to, you probably don't want to get the uh, eastern red bud, but the, uh, Oklahoma version, the Texas version, they all do real real well here. Nice little tree. So they're starting to bloom? As you drive around, you can see them? Yeah, you can just uh, you're just starting to see a little color. The buds okay. are bursting. Uh, some of the, uh, my Texas, uh, or my Florida King, Uh-oh. I'm seeing a little color, too, buds in the buds. Yeah. Swell, huh? yeah. So, so we're getting close. That's that's an issue with uh, if you got a low chill peach. We talked about how desirable low chill peaches are, but what happens is if you get a really cold spell, and then now here it's uh, the middle of uh, February, and if it warmed up, you could have that those Florida kings burst out in in buds, and then our la- average last frost date is until March one. So you potentially could could have a late. A late freeze. That never happens, does it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no peach. Only, uh, only if you have a commercial peach orchard, it happens. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, uh, check, yeah, check out your fruit trees. Now, I did. I looked at the plums. The plums didn't look like they're, uh, or the apples didn't look like uh, they were uh, getting thick. The, but the peaches, some of the peaches are. Cool. And the plums, nothing. Not so. Uh, I mean, they're, the buds look good, but they're not. Anywhere okay. near as close as those Florida okay. King peaches are. 
We had that lady stop just stop by and wanted to know if, if we recommended the rodeo tomato. Yeah, and you told That's her. That's kind of an understatement. Yes, it? it kind of is an understatement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we not only recommend it, yeah. we created it. Yeah. <laughs> So I told her, no, we didn't recognize Yeah, it. just to, just to irritate her. And but she did. She ran off. <laughs> and there's two birds. She, she knew she listened to us, and she, she didn't know how to. Oh, so we okay. were kidding her. Two versions are available here at Millburgers, mm-hmm. and uh, six-pack, and which is six-pack is pretty desirable uh, if you're going to pot them up anyway, and or the larger in the three-and-a-half-inch container, too, uh, which are got more soil. Uh, and uh, will last longer. And we have uh, next weekend we'll be featuring it on Saturday, and the proceeds from the sale will go to benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Junior Gardener Program, and uh, we'll have music. The Texas Weather Band, Chili and Fritos, provided by... um, I'm hungry for the chili already. Nature's Creation. Yeah, it was good last time. I'm sure it'll be good again. And uh, that's for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. And uh, also we have face painting. And balloon animals, so come on out and uh, and be a part of it. We'll uh, we'll have a lot of fun next Saturday. Now we will be back tomorrow, back here at the nursery, at sixteen oh four in Boulevard. It's gonna Road. be cold, Milton. I know. Is it supposed to be cold? Oh, it's supposed to be yeah, seventy four, partly cloudy. I'm not sure where the part is today. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that that gray. Is that the partly? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll take a break for today. Thanks to Roy back at the station doing a great job. Take doing. a break? Well, we'll we take a, a few-hour break. A, uh, yeah. day, a day break. We'll take a day break. I'll be back tomorrow on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.